0: After Jesus had spoken these words, he went out with his disciples across the Kidron Valley to a place where there was a garden, which he and his disciples entered. Now Judas, who betrayed him, also knew the place, because Jesus often met there with his disciples. So Judas brought a detachment of soldiers together with police from the chief priests and of the Pharisees, and they came there with lanterns and torches and weapons. And Jesus, knowing all that was to happen to him, came forward and asked them, whom are you looking for? They answered, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus replied, I am he. Judas, who betrayed him, was standing with them. When Jesus said to them, I am he, they stepped back and fell to the ground. Again, he asked them, whom are you looking for? They said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I told you that I am he. So if you are looking for me, Let these men go. This was to fulfill the word that he had spoken. I did not lose a single one of those whom you gave me. And Simon Peter, who had a sword, drew it, struck the high priest's slave, and cut off his right ear. The slave's name was Malchus. Jesus said to Peter, Put your sword back into its sheath. Am I not to drink the cup that the Father has given me? So the soldiers, their officer, and the Jewish police arrested Jesus and bound him. First they took him to Annas, who was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, the high priest that year. Caiaphas was the one who had advised the Jews that it was better to have one person die for the people.
1: Let us put ourselves into the feet of the disciples. It's good to know the end of the story, but the middle
0: is important too. And if we are standing with the disciples in this moment, one thing is sure, this is the end. This is the end of all our hopes. This is the end of what we have wanted. This is the end of understanding, of knowledge, of who we are. When things end, we tend to fight. when things end, we tend to fight back and protect and do something to keep good things from ending. And we, along with Peter, draw a sword and just fight. But for some reason, Jesus says no. No to the fight and no to our preservation. We don't understand quite yet why it is that we're not fighting. We don't understand why it is that we should ever allow something like this to happen. We don't understand why Jesus is okay with it. we love Jesus.
1: And so we're drawn to the cross of Jesus.
0: Simon, Peter, and another disciple followed Jesus. Since that disciple was known to the high priest, he went with Jesus into the courtyard of the high priest, but Peter was standing outside at the gate. So the other disciple, who was known to the high priest, went out, spoke to the woman who guarded the gate, and brought Peter in. The woman said to Peter, You are not also one of this man's disciples, are you? He said, I am not. Now, the slaves and the police had made a charcoal fire because it was cold, and they were standing around it and warming themselves. Peter also was standing with them and warming himself. Then the high priest questioned Jesus about his disciples and about his teaching. Jesus answered, I've spoken openly to the world. I've always taught in the synagogues and in the temple where all the Jews came together. I have said nothing in secret. Why do you ask me? Ask those who heard it what I said to them. They know what I said. When he had said this, one of the police standing nearby struck Jesus on the face, saying, Is that how you answer the high priest? Jesus answered, If I have spoken wrongly, testify to the wrong. But if I have spoken rightly, then why do you strike me? Then Anna sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. Now Simon Peter was standing and warming himself. They asked him, You are not also one of his disciples, are you? He denied it and said, I am not. One of the slaves of the high priest, a relative of the man whose Peter ear, whose ear Peter had cut off, asked, Did I not see you in the garden with him? Again Peter denied it, and that moment the cock crowed. This is the end and we don't want it to be over. Unlike Jesus, we're interested in continuing. Jesus far too willingly answers people he doesn't have to answer. Far too willingly engages with a process he knows will not be his benefit. We are more like Peter We follow at a distance. We keep ourselves safe. We warm ourselves in the cold. We understand that life is not something to be trifled with, it is not something to mess around with. I think Jesus understands this too,
1: which makes what he is doing all
0: the more confusing. Why go through the charade? Why go through the process? And why, above all else, do this?
1: We do not understand.
0: But we are unwilling to let a good thing go. And so by the goodness we know is already there, We are drawn to the cross of Jesus. The Jews replied, we are not permitted to put anyone to death. This was to fulfill what Jesus had said when he indicated the kind of death he was to die. And Pilate entered the headquarters again, summoned Jesus and asked him, are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, do you ask this on your own or did others tell you about me? Pilate replied, I'm not a Jew, am I? this I was born, and for this I came into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. Pilate asked him,
1: what is truth? This is the end.
0: Pilate asks questions disciples can't quite bring themselves to ask yet such as what's going on, why are you here, what's the point of this whole thing? For some reason, not the religious leaders and not the disciples, but the government official is the one that's able to drill down to the core of what's happening. This is absurd. Don't you understand that you're going to die? Don't you understand that this is not going to go well for you? Don't you understand that this is the moment to make it all go away? And if Pilate speaks, I can't help but have my ear listen. Jesus, what's the reason? Jesus, what's the point? Jesus, in the midst of all the good that you bring, why are we here at the doorstep of death? And why are you the one sitting on it? Our hearts go to questions. What is truth? What is goodness? What is grace? What is healing? What is forgiveness? What is love? What is the point? And in a frustrating way, We already knew Jesus from this world. We just hoped that his kingdom would come and his will would be done a little bit sooner.
1: But here we are. And unwillingly, we are drawn to the cross of Jesus. Thank you.
0: After he had said this, he went out to the Jews again and told them, I find no case against him. But you have a custom that I release someone for you at the Passover. Do you want me to release for you the king of the Jews? They shouted in reply, not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a bandit. Then Pilate took Jesus and had him flogged. And the soldiers wove a crown of thorns and put it on his head, and they dressed him in a purple robe. They kept coming up to him saying, Hail, King of the Jews, and striking him on the face. Pilate went out again and said to them, Look, I am bringing him out to you to let you know that I find no case against him. So Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Pilate began, Pilate said to them, Here is the man. When the chief priests and the police saw him, they shouted, Crucify him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and crucify him. I find no case against him. The Jews answered him, We have a law. And according to that law, he ought to die because he had claimed to be the Son of God. Now when Pilate heard this, he was more afraid than ever. He entered his headquarters again and asked Jesus, where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. Pilate therefore said to him, do you refuse to speak to me? Do you not know that I have the power to release you and the power to crucify you? Jesus answered him, you would have no power over me unless it had been given to you from above. Therefore, the one who handed me over to you is guilty of a greater sin. From then on, Pilate tried to release him, but the Jews cry out, If you release this man, you are no friend of the emperor. Everyone who claims to be a king sets himself against the emperor. When Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus outside and sat on the judge's bench at the place called the Stone Pavement, or in Hebrew, Gabbatha. Now it was the day of preparation for the Passover, and it was about noon. He said to the Jews, here is your king. They cried out, away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate asked them, shall I crucify your king? The chief priests answered, we have no king but the emperor. Then he handed him over to them to be crucified.
1: This is the end. More than that, it's wrong. It's unstable. It's unbalanced.
0: It's out of joint. It's out of purpose. Why are the crowds yelling? Why are they thirsty? Why die? Why death? If we are the disciples of Jesus following him here, We have a few questions, but more than that, we have a whole lot of concerns because they're not just thirsty for death. They are crying for it. They are chanting it. They are all about it. And if they're against Jesus, they're very liable to be against us too. It is increasingly unsafe, unwise
1: to be here.
0: but where else can we go? We once sang, Alleluia, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and now we're here.
1: This is not the place we should be. In our lives, we too commonly arrive here too.
0: And so the disciples then and the disciples now know this is bad. Willingly or unwillingly,
1: here we are at the cross of Jesus.
0: So they took Jesus, and carrying the cross by himself, he went out to the place of the skull, which in Hebrew is called Golgotha. There they crucified him, and with him two others, one on either side, with Jesus between them. Pilate also had an inscription written and put on the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the king of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this inscription because the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Hebrew, in Latin and in Greek. And the chief priests of the Jews said to Pilate, "Do not write, the king of the Jews, but this man said, "I am king of the Jews." Pilate answered, "What I have written, I have written." When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his clothes and divided them into four parts, one for each soldier. They also took his tunic. Now the tunic was seamless, woven into one piece from the top. So they said to one another, let's not tear it, but cast lots for it to see who will get it. This was to fulfill what the scriptures said. They divided my clothes among themselves, and for my clothing they cast lots. And that is what the soldiers did.
1: This is the end.
0: And Jesus is surrounded by the wrong people. Not by his friends and family, Though they'll be interspersed. Not by loved ones, not by caregivers, not by people who understand. Jesus is surrounded by the uncaring, the unbelieving. Quite frankly, the unconcerned.
1: Jesus is surrounded by and put here by people we don't know,
0: the stranger, the faceless, the ones who are never given names, never given roles.
1: Why? This above all the rest of it
0: fails to make sense. We have heard of atonement, and we have heard of suffering for our sins, and we have heard of all this thing. But why, in the midst of it, obscurity?
1: Jesus didn't only die for us.
0: Jesus didn't only preach to us. Jesus didn't only love us. Jesus didn't only care for us. Jesus wasn't only born to us, and Jesus didn't only die to us. Jesus was born and loved and died too to the unbeliever, to the sinner, to the thoughtless, the careless, the unconcerned,
1: the ones who didn't even know what was going on. Jesus is different here. But if we're the disciples, it doesn't matter. To us, this is the end. To us, this is death, and here we are at the cross of Jesus.
0: Meanwhile, standing near the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing beside her, he said to his mother, Woman, here is your son. And he said to the disciple, Here is your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. After this, when Jesus knew that all was now finished, He said in order to fulfill the scripture, I am thirsty. A jar full of sour wine was standing there. So they put a sponge full of the wine on the branch of hyssop and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the wine, he said, it is finished. Then he bowed his head and gave up
1: his spirit. It's over. It's not ending. It's over.
0: And I can't help but look at Mary. She was told of all the times at Jesus' birth that a sword will pierce her own soul too. all the miracles to work in Israel, and of all the bread to break, and of all the people to feed, why, oh why, could that not have been avoided? We don't hear that Mary did anything wrong. We don't hear that like Moses, Mary took it into her own hands at one point. We don't hear, like David and Saul, that they weren't good leaders. We hear nothing but the belief of Mary and the way that Mary followed her son everywhere he went. We hear about Mary bringing wine to a wedding, and we hear about Mary bringing people to Jesus, we hear about Mary only in good times. And the hardest part of Jesus' death is the way that it breaks us. It breaks marriage, it breaks relationships, it breaks hearts, it breaks futures, it breaks understandings.
1: And here we know
0: that while we thought Jesus was different, he is in the exact same place that we will all be. And his mother is going through the exact same. Same thing that we will all go through. And there is no difference in the end of Jesus' life to ours. None.
1: We thought there would be. And here we are at the cross of Jesus.
2: I'm uh-huh. sorry.
0: Since it was the day of preparation, the Jews did not want the bodies left on the cross during the Sabbath, especially because that Sabbath was a day of great solemnity. So they asked Pilate to have the legs of the crucified men broken and the bodies removed. And the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other one who had been crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus, they saw that he was already dead, and they did not break his legs. Instead, one of the soldiers pierced his side with fear and at once loved his testimony is true and he knows that he tells the truth. These things that occurred so that the scripture might be fulfilled. None of his bones shall be broken. And again, another passage of the scripture says, they will look on the one whom they have pierced. After these things, Joseph of Arimathea, who was a disciple of Jesus, though a secret one because of his fear of the Jews, asked Pilate to to let him take away the body of Jesus. Pilate gave him permission, so he removed his body. Nicodemus, who had first come to Jesus by night, also came, bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, weighing about 100 pounds. They took the body of Jesus and wrapped it with the spices and the linen cloths, according to the burial custom of the Jews. There was a garden, and in in the place where he was crucified and in the garden there was a new tomb in which no one had ever been laid. And so because the Jewish day of preparation and the tomb was nearby, they laid Jesus there.
1: This just is. No way around it, no way beside it, no way to escape it, no way to change it, which is the way that we know Jesus really is dead.
0: There's so much in us, thousands of years removed, that wants to change the story. Jesus didn't really die, or Jesus is somewhere else harrowing hell. Jesus is alive and well in some kind of other realm, some kind of other place, doing some kind of other thing. But if we let it be what it is,
1: then we know that Jesus meets us in death.
0: The reason we relive this story is not because it was so sad. The reason we relive this story is because we can't help, but find the cross again and again and again in our lives. We will see suffering again. We will see injustice again. We will see a lack of empathy again. We will see self-preservation again. We will see people do wrong things, bad things, terrible things, evil things. We will see ourselves do wrong things, bad things, terrible things, evil things. We will see death at the wrong time.
1: We will see lives ruined. We repeat this story because it keeps repeating.
0: There will be a day for Easter, I promise. There will be a time to say, not so fast. But we also need this moment. We need to know that Jesus can be here too. We need to know that God can be here too. We don't need to understand it. Easter happens when no one understands. We don't need to even believe it. The disciples will think it's an idle tale. We don't need to do anything because we do not join Christ in a death like His. Christ joins us in death. Christ joins us in suffering. Christ joins us in the way that our lives get turned upside down. Don't you remember all the way back at the beginning of this story? Jesus was unwilling for us to fight because Jesus wanted to be right here with us. Jesus was unwilling to run because Jesus is right here. Jesus was unwilling to change the story, change the dynamic, change what was going on. And Jesus stayed right here in the moments that we cannot escape. We cannot flee. We cannot change. In our lives, there will be the immovable. And we know this too well. I don't know.
1: And on Good Friday,
0: far more than we can describe on Easter morning. On Good Friday, we see without a shadow of a doubt that God is willing to be here too. We may not understand, we may not know, we may not believe, but you cannot deny where Jesus is right now.
1: So we wait. We wait until we do know we wait until we do understand. We wait until we do believe. Between now and Sunday morning, we wait. God is here. And so we wait.